Hello and welcome to the Rogers Brief. I'm Adam Rogers. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. CTV News did a story this week on the provincial legislation that was designed to keep criminals from being able to impersonate police officers or to have replica vehicles or or other equipment uh, that resembled uh, police equipment and uh, vehicles and the uh, story was about how this legislation has yet to be enacted in Nova Scotia here uh, nearly uh, two years after the mass casualty uh, incidents and so I wanted to uh, look into that it was legislation actually I hadn't uh, reviewed this legislation before and there's some very interesting uh, elements to it I think I know why uh, the legislation is being held up and I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, those elements of it. So uh, it's the, the always interesting topic of how a bill becomes a law. Well, uh, this uh, is called the uh, Police Identity Management Act and it has gone through the provincial legislature and in, in the legislature there's three readings, first, second and third, uh, during which uh, the bill is studied, potentially amended and ultimately passed by the legislature. Uh, so that was done in this case in uh, March of uh, 2021 received a royal assent which means it was signed by the Lieutenant Governor of Nova Scotia uh, the Honorable Art LeBlanc on uh, in April of uh, 2021 so again nearly uh, a year ago uh, getting close to a year but it has not been enacted now when legislation is passed and receives royal assent sometimes there's a date in the legislation itself that tells you that it'll be enacted on a certain date Sometimes it's the date that it was signed by the Lieutenant Governor and then in other cases such as this it becomes a law when cabinet uh, needs to or cabinet proclaims it. So it's a simple process in some ways that uh, there's a cabinet meeting and they issue a proclamation order. Uh, but in this case it wasn't done uh, under the previous uh, Liberal government and it hasn't been done under the uh, new uh, PC government. Now that is not to say that there is nothing uh, preventing somebody from uh, impersonating a police officer. There's provincial legislation and the criminal code. The provincial legislation is the Nova Scotia Police Act and Section 69 of that act, uh, which is going to be uh, repealed and replaced by the new legislation, says that no person or organization shall use the uniform, insignia, vehicle markings or symbols of a police department and the minister can order users to stop. And then the criminal code section 130 uh, says that anyone who falsely represents themselves to be a peace officer is, uh, is committing a criminal offense. Anybody that uses the badge, articles of uniform or equipment. And the maximum penalty for uh, doing so is up to five years in jail. It's a hybrid offense so it can be prosecuted as a, a summary conviction offense but uh, can be uh, treated quite seriously. Uh, this legislation would add to that. Now, uh, in the Police Act, it talks about uh, individuals using uh, equipment or uniforms, police uh, vehicles. The Police Identity Management Act would take that a step further and prevent not only the use of it, but the possession of it by those that aren't authorized. And there are uh, exceptions made now for, of course, for police officers, but also if anybody's mechanic working on a vehicle, a police vehicle of course can have it in their possession. Uh, people that uh, make the uniforms for the police of course uh, they're allowed to have them. If there's a 
TV show being filmed in Nova Scotia, well, they can use uh, police vehicles as well if it uh, suits the dramatic purposes of, of what they're doing. Uh, but they all, uh, they must be authorized. So there's some uh, rules and regulations covering how that can uh, operate. So there's a little more detail than the existing police act. Uh, so that all seems quite reasonable. But then there's some other provisions uh, that uh, I think are behind the reason why this has not be yet been enacted. Uh, Section 11 of the act uh, says that every police agency in Nova Scotia must, not may, but must, have what's called an asset management and disposal policy. Uh, that means they have to have a process for tracking uh, any issued uh, police clothing, articles, uh, badges, insignia, anything else, and that anything that's lost, stolen, or damaged needs to be tracked, noted, and uh, documented. Now to me this alone uh, is probably a big part of the reason that the implementation of this act has been delayed. Uh, every police force would need to comply with that before uh, the legislation is enacted or else they'd be in violation of it. Uh, now there's another other provisions in there that I think um, probably deserve a little more scrutiny. I'm surprised this wasn't brought up when it was uh, first uh, drafted and passed, but uh, there's a notice of violation issued if somebody is discovered to have uh, these items. But uh, if the person immediately forfeits the items, in other words, hands them over to the police, vehicle, the clothing, uniform, whatever it is, then no prosecution may be commenced. In other words, you get caught, if you found to have these items that you're not supposed to, uh, well, instead of being prosecuted, if you just turn them back over to the police, then uh, you, you avoid prosecution. Actually, it says no prosecution, so it makes me wonder whether that would also preclude a criminal code uh, prosecution. And if that is the intention of the legislation, that could be a, an issue too, because um, there's uh, federal and provincial jurisdictional issues there, and I think the federal criminal code would supersede a, a, a provincial act, but um, certainly if you were being charged under that provision and uh, you read that no prosecution may be commenced, you would rely on that uh, to uh, prevent a criminal code prosecution as well. Uh, there's, a, there's another section that's uh, similar to that, and it says when, whenever there's a seizure of these items, a police officer within 10 days uh, is obligated to report that to uh, a justice unless the person turns the items back in. And uh, I question uh, why this would be the case. To me it would be more appropriate to have some discretion for the police officer if it's uh, the circumstances seem to uh, warrant you know, a report to a justice that provision is even going to be kept. I'm not sure how important it is, but certainly on the uh, the earlier section that I talked about being uh, able to lay charges in the first place, well why wouldn't there be some discretion on the officer's part to be able to do that as they are in every other case? Just imagine uh, you know the the shooter in this case and you know the mass shooter uh, being able to just say well uh, you know or somebody in those circumstances well here here you go I'm giving you the vehicles I'm giving you the uniforms back and then no prosecution for those offenses. You would never see that in you know, a criminal code theft uh, charge or 
a drug possession charge that as long as the person hands things back, then uh, no prosecution. There's another uh, part of it as well that I found a little curious. It's, it's kind of similar to firearms uh, criminal code prosecutions and the way they work, but if the person is not charged within the first six months, then the police officer needs to apply to the court to get an order to be able to dispose the items. Well, the only way you wouldn't be charged within those first six months uh, is if you had agreed to either hand them over uh, and then, you know, um, agreed to allow the police have them. So it's uh, curious as to why that extra procedure would be necessary. Uh, so that's probably something, if there's going to be any second look at this legislation, any amendments made that would certainly be an area to examine. Uh, the penalty provision of the legislation is, seems uh, rigorous. There's a $10,000 maximum fine for an individual, three months uh, in jail maximum. For corporations, it's $25,000 fine, and any director or owner of the corporation who's found to be directly responsible can be subject to the uh, individual uh, fines and jail terms as well. So. You know, the, there's some discussion in the newspaper article about how, you know, they have to work on regulations and there's things to do. We, yes, in the act itself, there is, there, you know, the minister is authorized to make regulations to detail uh, further what uh, items uh, a police officer may have that a person's not supposed to possess. Uh, you know, other, you know, identifying markings uh, or identifying other people that are able to possess these items uh, aside from police officers but to me the legislation is sufficiently detailed in its current form that it could be passed except for these uh, these provisions that I think deserve at least a second look and uh, should likely be amended before it's passed now the the provision in particular about each uh, police agency needing to have this this bureaucracy this uh, you know process for tracking issued articles, that could probably be hived off and made part of what the minister can, you know, uh, an area where the minister can enact regulations at a later date, get the legislation passed uh, in the spring session of the legislature, which is going to be coming up in the next, uh, you know, month, month and a half or so, and then uh, we would have this legislation, it's, uh, you know, more rigorous or more vigorous than the existing uh, police act provision uh, and then you know if, if the bureaucratic uh, the creation of the internal bureaucracies for these police agencies is taking too much time well that can that can wait so uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that uh, if the uh, new government decides to pass the legislation as it is or takes another look at it and uh, perhaps uh, does some amending uh, in the spring session of the legislature. But uh, anyway, the, the article came out this week. I thought it was a good uh, catch by uh, CTV News that that had not been enacted. Uh, it was something I hadn't noticed myself, but I was glad that they did so that I could take a look at it and uh, bring these thoughts to you. So I hope you found that interesting, and uh, thank you for watching again, and thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.